Dark Fringe Radio, your premier source for the paranormal, conspiracy theory, and true crime. Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios, it's Dark Fringe Radio. Hey, welcome guys and good evening on another edition of Dark Fringe Radio episode 101, Jay. And, 101, uh, Dark course, Fringe 101, 101. in session. That's correct, yes. And of course, uh, can't do this without my co-host Jay. Jay Golosi, how are you this evening? Wonderful. <laughs> awesome, brother. You Listen, uh, we have a very special episode tonight. Uh, we're going to kind of um, move away from the paranormal and the... Um, you know, conspiratorial, and we're going to actually go to some really um, cultish, true crime stuff, man, tonight. And uh, we're going to be covering the Jonestown Massacre. And uh, Not Jamestown, people. Not no, Jamestown. no. <laughs> it was a little sidebar conversation we had prior to the uh, opening of the podcast. Uh, FYI, for all you people, me and Jay were just making sure we were on the same page. And yes, we were on the same page. Thank God, the Jonestown Massacre. But the Jonestown Massacre is what we're actually going to be focusing on tonight. Um, of course, the leader, Jim Jones, and that whole, uh, man, Debacle. what a crazy story. Yeah, I mean, and you know the crazy Debacle. part about it, Jay? It wasn't mm-hmm. that long ago. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> it really wasn't that long ago. It was in the it early wasn't. 70s. It's something that uh, we just don't really talk about really anymore you don't really hear about it anymore but no we kind of swept that shit right under the rug man yeah yeah i mean the only thing there's that a was lot of messy of, stuff there like there's some yeah and you know what the, the crazy part about it was is that nothing else kind of compared to it since maybe like waco maybe david crash and all those fucking people over there in texas i think it was texas right it was Waco, yeah, yeah. waco texas where they it had the whole texas, shootout. it was waco and david crush yay but that was that was still different yeah this, yeah that was this, different this goes to a whole new level yeah this is on a level all completely its own but we will digress because we're getting too deep into this thing man we're ready to jump into it will yeah yeah we're, we're already getting into it too deep as jay is saying but uh to divert uh from the main topic wanted to let everybody know how you can listen to the podcast very simply you can go to our website darkfringeradio.com make sure you just go right there uh you can listen to all the stream sites oh by the way, Jay, I'm not sure if you saw this or not. Um, earlier last week, we have expanded the Dark Fringe universe onto extra platforms, and now we are on Amazon Music. So people that have like an Amazon Prime account, you can also listen to music through your Prime account, and you can also listen to podcasts through your Prime account. So um, if you have a Prime account, look up Dark Fringe Radio. You can actually subscribe to us and listen to us. And you can see when the new episodes pop up right away. They'll just pop up as a uh, notification on your phone through your Prime account. And uh, it's also another cool way to listen to the podcast, Jay. Prime account is okay. Yeah, Amazon Prime. So just right look up your, uh, through your Amazon right Prime now. account. Yeah, go, go right to the now. music. Yeah, go to the music section. You can actually uh, look at different music and different podcasts. You can go ahead and uh, just subscribe to us and make sure you leave us a, a rating and a, a, a comment. That really helps us out a lot. We really appreciate that. And of course, if you're using any of the other streaming sites, make sure you do that as well. We really appreciate it. Also want to let everybody know about the YouTube channel as well uh, at Dark Fringe Radio. Just go ahead and go there. And uh, all the episodes are there for your viewing pleasure. 
uh, which I definitely recommend to you guys. We put extra, um, you know, attention and effort into doing the video for this podcast. So make sure you go ahead and do that. And uh, what else, Jay? I think I'm forgetting anything else. No, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, social media. Just go to Dark Fringe Radio, uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Dark Fringe Radio. So that's pretty much it, Jay. I think I fucking covered everything up right there. Right? I think you covered it all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you did uh, yeah. kind of as the crow flies for sure. Yeah. I was on 10th gear right there for a second there. No yeah. cocaine. No cocaine. Yeah, just, I swear to God. Squirrel. Exactly. Yeah. But tonight, Jay, I just wanted to get into one uh, topic tonight before we got into what the F Florida man. And um, Jay, I don't know if you uh, saw this, um, this piece of news that came out, but there was a new segment uh, on a, in Australia that was uh, talking about prison sentences and stuff like that. And uh, it was ABC TV in, in Australia, and it was interrupted by a, a Church of Satan like clip. And you see these upside down crosses and stuff like that. Um, and then one of them says like "Hail Satan" before the a- ABC fucking feed comes back in. And yeah, it was kind of like uh, it was pretty disturbing. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, you see like this guy, like this guy in his cloak, you know, on this table and just, you know, doing all the stuff. And then there's this person next to them. And then there's another person on a, looks like a, <laughs> a chord keyboard <laughs> doing the ominous like music, like, but we all need our, we all need our theme music to go where we go. Okay. You know what? It's so weird though, like how these things happen like that though. Like, I don't know. Do you remember, Jay, the Max Hedrum? the thing that yeah. happened in the 80s yeah yeah i don't know if you remember that or not but yeah there was a, a a broadcast where there was this guy in this basically mask with a fucking you know glasses all, um all and, techno yeah very techno very 80s he was supposed and, to look like, uh, like an android right and ai right exactly and it interrupted a broadcast pretty similar to this yeah. and was doing a bunch of shit there for about a minute and a half and uh, then it disappeared, and that was it. You never heard of it again. But I, th- I think it was like in the mid '80s, yeah, yep. when that happened. Um, but yeah, again, here, Jay, we have another uh, interruption of the <laughs> news broadcast for the Church of Satan. Looks like I did not uh, hear that. Yeah. Hey, man, <laughs> listen. Go to our website, darkfringeradio.com, and you can actually go to our website and look at the the feed, and it actually shows you the feed with the ladies talking, and it actually gets interrupted. And then you can all see for yourself. So I definitely implore every one of you guys, darkfringeradio.com, go right there. Look up the uh, the article regarding the Bizarre Moment news segment is interrupted by a hellish satanic ritual. That's what it's named. Um, you can see it right there on the front page. It's a mouthful. They need to work on that title. I know. It's a little lengthy, but it's a news it's title. A so it is a mouthful. But nonetheless, I implore you guys to go check it out. Please. Pretty interesting stuff there, Jay. But that, uh, of course... Uh, brings me to the next segment for tonight, Jay, which is sure does. what the F Florida man. And of course, for those that don't know and have not uh, heard the segment before on our show for you newbies, um, this is a segment for the show that uh, Jay uh, basically scours the internet for hours and hours on end. I'm about and, to uh, pop your cherry. <laughs> and looks for uh, stories, news stories that would only come out of the great, wonderful state that we live in here, Jay. 
of sunny South Florida. Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. Now to the town of Sefner, Florida, near Tampa, where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly, and this time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. A man accused of destroying a liquor store in Okaloosa County told police he was in Alice in Wonderland. Matthew Horace Jones also said a caterpillar smoking a hookah told him to do it. A man calls 911 while Collier County Sheriff's deputies are chasing him and he says Donald Trump, our president, is his personal friend, a close one at that. A Lake Worth man is uh, not too happy. He's accused of getting violent when waiters at a restaurant told him they weren't giving away free pizza. Covering Florida this morning, a Key West man is behind bars. Investigators say he was caught with a large amount of cocaine hidden in this Cookie Monster doll. Holy shit, man. So Jay, what do you have for us this week for What the F Florida Man? So our What the F Florida Man, we are gonna keep completely skim deep. We are not Uh-oh. diving in on this one, William. We're not going to ask a whole ton of questions. Are you sure? I mean, we it sounds simply, like there's going to be a lot of questions on this one already. <laughs> we are simply going to talk about imagery. Okay. We imagery. say, okay. We say man with no hands and okay. no legs is, I'm going to try that again. <clears throat> Let's try we that one again. We <laughs> say, yeah. Man with no hands yep. and no legs. There's yep. no N in legs, just so you know, no legs. Okay. Is armed and on the run. Ah, interesting. So how can you be armed when you have no arms? Good question, William. <laughs> I know we're not supposed to be getting into it too much and just using imagery here, Jay. Yeah. And uh, I get it. <laughs> but um, so he has a weapon on his person. Okay. But he can't he actually tech- use it. No. Well, he would have to put it like between his toe and shit like that and like do like a penguin thing like this he, and with his flipper he hands. He is filled with anger enough to where he is determined to follow through with at some set actions. Wow. Uh, so him and his woman broke up. As every bad story happens, but go ahead. And he had to move out of his house and into his parents' house. And Sounds like he was down on his luck. <laughs> things went awry. Sounds like he was a little short-handed. Sorry. Ouch. Oh, man. Just right at the knees, Will. Sounds like he's running out of time. Are Sorry, you short guys. on material? Uh, there you go, Jay. I say I always end it with a snap. There you go. So, yeah. Guy's got so, he broke up with his old lady. He's armed and on the run. He broke up with his old lady. It sounds like she broke up with him, but yes. Okay. And so he was distraught about it. Yep. And so he decided, he decided to take a weapon with him and go on the run. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll say that's how that went. Okay. Listen, I'll, I'll go with that. I mean, I don't know what else. Gonna, I mean, that's what we're going to go with because I don't want, I don't. <laughs> I don't feel like anybody needs to be saddled with the rest of that information that came with that story. That story had a really funny title, and it starts off really funny, and it does not end off so funny. No, so we're going to just leave it there. It's Listen. man with no hands, no legs, is on the run, and armed. Hey-oh, stop me if you heard it. That I'm is Florida Man of the Week. Man, listen, big ups to the guy on the run with no legs, man. I mean... That takes a fucking feet and a half right there, brother. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, holy shit. How how can he, 
no hands, no legs. He's armed and on the run. Please explain. And then I got way more of an explanation. Well, there you go, man. Well, listen, Jay, thanks so much for uh, that story for What the F Florida, man. Uh, that's going to bring us to uh, the main topic for tonight, which is the Jonestown Massacre. We're going to be getting to that here in a second. So please don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm Mark Anthony. I'm known as the Psychic Lawyer and the Psychic Explorer. I'm the author of the bestsellers Evidence of Eternity and Never Letting Go. You're listening to Dark Fringe Radio. All right, guys, welcome back to our another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. Tonight, we're going to be focusing on a very special topic, and it's actually the Jonestown Massacre. And for those that don't know, actually in the 1970s, 1978 to be exact, um, the Jonestown Massacre resulted in the death of more than 900 people in Guyana. It was a... That's um, in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, sort it was of. all part of the people's cult or the people's temples cult, as they would call it. Um, and it was uh, headed by the notorious Jim Jones. And we're going to be getting into a little bit of the history of Jim Jones and, uh, the, of course, the People's Temple. Um, but, of course, he uh, was able to enthrall and uh, engage people and um, what mesmerize people to the to the maybe to the point where they believed that they were going to be under attack. Yeah, under attack by the U.S. military. Uh, hence. Um, forcing upon one of the worst mass suicides in uh, recent American history. So, um, yeah. you know, we're going to be getting into all that, of course, tonight. It's a very sensitive subject, of course, because we don't yeah. uh, suicide is a very um, sensitive thing, as, of course, in these days, um, you know, a lot of people taking their lives, unfortunately, and um, it's so unnecessary well, uh, for other the things. Mental health, the whole, the whole mental health system. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a shambles. Well, I mean, I mean, listen, we all go through our stuff and none of us can get through all of it all on our own. Yeah. Uh, We need friends and family and people around us. Yeah. You need Uh, a support system. Everybody does. Everybody does. Mm -hmm. Um, But when someone reaches out uh, and I'm only finding this out actually because I'm going through some stuff uh, and looking for uh, someone to work with me and that rate. I'm finding it terribly frustrating. Uh, So I could see where um, mental health today, it's, it's so bad and it messes so many people up because it's, it's such a, it comes on, it's such a boondoggle. You have these people who are so mentally languished, they need help. They're reaching out. And the system right now is so backed up because too many people are, are reaching out for help when they don't need it too. That's, it's a, it's some crazy times we live in. Wow, yeah, no, you're right. right. You're absolutely right. I mean, uh, it's not more signified um, in our time more now uh, than ever. I mean, even with the uh, the recent Olympics with Simone Biles, um, you know, uh, withdrawing from some uh, of the um, uh, competitions that she was supposed to be in, she just couldn't do it, obviously, um, because of the stress level. It's just the mental stress that it it, it creates, you know, for a person. So. Yeah, this is a, a very uh, poignant story, if now than ever, um, because yeah, yeah. of all the mental illness that we're still dealing with now, you know, in our time. And you know what, Jay, the the, the really interesting part about this um, was the, of course, the main fixture of the, this whole thing, Mr. Jim Jones. He was an activist um, from the 50s and 60s, a yep. civil rights activist. I mean, yep. this guy was on the right side of the fucking the, the fight for a long time. 
Um, unfortunately, he took a turn for the worst. Unfortunately, well, we're all going to get into that here in a minute. But you know, when he initially started, he you know he started a church, one of the first you know uh, integrated churches in the Midwest, which was unheard of during that yeah. time in the fifties and sixties. So you know, there was things that he did early in his career that um, warranted a lot of people following him. And that's where he kind of garnered a lot of his, you know, reputation and his bravado and his way of being able to, you know, communicate and, and get, you know, his message across to other people and to, you know, obviously unify people too um, from different races. Charismatic. Mm -hmm. He was intelligent. He was Mm -hmm. well-spoken. Yeah. He was on the right side of the fight. But it was once he started gaining gaining that notoriety, mm-hmm. once he started realizing that there was a branding there, yeah, uh, is when he started to believe his own bullshit. There and that, and then there was a lot of paranoia that was involved. I think, um, and I well, think that was a lot, a lot to do with the mental issues that he had, the starts, mental health issues. Right. It start. It starts with that. Yeah. Mental that that mentality that mental illness where that they really do start to believe that everyone's against they, them. It's not just that really, but of course everybody's against them because everything revolves around, around them. Correct. They yeah. are the alpha. They are the omega. Right. They are the word. They're the chosen. And that's how he kind of presented it. Uh, and nobody at any point stopped back and went, uh, whoa, dude. <laughs> um, because we didn't know back then. Yeah. And you know, us as people here now, you know, we've advanced, obviously. I'm not saying that, you know, we're any better, but we are smarter, I would say, because we learn from what we're more, we, we're more well, we're, that, we're, and we've learned from what we've been through, right? Through experience. Aware. Absolutely. Yeah. We ask ourselves, you know, you and myself now, Jay, we ask ourselves, like, how could people lose that grip of reality, right? You would how wonder, could people but... lose that grip of reality? Um, and, you know, just are so like easily just, manipulated and trying to get the answers to those questions is, you know, it's going to be very difficult, obviously, because the sadness of what happens at the end, of course, is it's what takes presence over everything. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. The ending is the worst. Yeah. I mean, listen, go ahead, Jay. Well, I, I were, as you were starting to to kind of talk about, we're, you know, one of the parts of this, is the people it impacted, the people that kind of bought into it as well. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the victims, the true victims who fell for it. So hook, line, and sing here, they actually drank the Kool-Aid, son. Yeah, and that's where, that's, the, unfortunately, the, the term comes from. Unfortunately, it's from this sad event. That's um, exactly what this, that's, it's from. It's, yeah. He was, at no point did anybody stop and say that it was like he was going above and beyond. I mean, he was popping. He was popping pills um, towards the end. I think they they said like the last couple of years of his life he was pop, popping. Uh, yeah, he was on all kinds of like uh, painkillers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was completely jacked up. I mean, he was on a downward spiral at the end. But you know, at, at, at you know, when you look back at the whole, you know, the evolution of the whole thing, Jay. It's just like you wonder why people like get into this shit right 
and we can say shit because we can look back on it and say, well, that's a fucking bad idea. Now, you know, with, you know, <laughs> I, hindsight, does hindsight exactly. You know, we can hindsight look back and say, well, that's probably not a great decision. You know, we can look back at that and say that. But at the time well, in the seventies, people were looking for an escape. They were looking for something where they were outside of racism. They were outside of being under the control of the government. They were looking for, you know, something where they could work together as an integrated system, a utopia as sorts, where everybody got together. And there was there was a mixture of a lot of different races there from African-American to white to every other race, Hispanic and in between. Um, So ideology on the base floor was good. Yeah, no, it was. It really was. Even with the intense sense of self that he had and all the things he was doing to serve to prove that he was the the messiah and to lead them to the mothership. Right. Um, I mean, the intention itself was to help people. It just was a really psychotic way to do it. Um, very psychotic. Very psychotic. <laughs> very psychotic. <laughs> but, but yeah, you were 100% right. You, you're going through the 70s. You're, you're coming out of the 60s, free love and yeah, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, man. And then you go into the 70s, which is this, this go... Let's, yeah, let's throw a little cocaine on the fire right there, right? Yeah. So when you start adding in those, that's when the pharmaceutical, the the stuff like cocaine and ecstasy really was starting to kind of like gain more traction, more the pharmaceutical the pharmaceuticals in the 70s, 70s into the 80s. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it makes sense that people were looking for something. What he was offering was utopian as you said and and yeah. of course people would buy into it without without knowing much i just it's the point where you okay we're now gonna drink this and die is at the end i would kind of go wait wait a minute now there was some dissension in his ranks there was some oh there was people that were definitely trying to get out uh there, yeah. that was very but well they documented they, they were scared they, though because they were like they already saw what happened to the people that tried to before they were under threat and there yes yeah. there were murders he he yeah. did kill some people. Right. Keep some people quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Jay, I want to play an audio clip real quick, if I could. Um, it it's actually Jim Jones talking. And this is kind of where um the the road turns to the left and he starts to okay. go into the faith healing okay. aspect, the uh, evangelical part of it, and starts to get people like really hooked into this spiritualist kind of part of it, uh, of the gotcha. religion. And okay. um, I'm going to play a quick clip regarding that. But, yeah, this is kind of where things kind of take a turn. And he starts to okay. realize, like what you said earlier, Jay, the branding of everything, learning how to work the system, brand yourself, make yourself look like the number one thing, the center of the universe, so on and so forth. So let me play this clip real quick here, Jay. And, you know, you can give me your, your thoughts on it as well. And when you're ready, you tell me and I'll be ready whenever you're ready. You're doing, you're doing, you're doing. All right, see if you hear that. I hear it. Now as we meditate, God is love. Love is a healing remedy. We're going to reach out to areas where man has seemed to have difficulty. As we concentrate that the gifts of the Holy Spirit might function are what the secularist might speak of as the paranormal. <laughs> Let us believe. <laughs> Let us believe. 
Sister Ingram, you're concerned about the losing, the losing of your sight. You're not able to see me clearly. So just to pause right there real quick, Jay, he's talking to a parishioner that's there, a, a worshiper, um, a follower, Ingram, a lady. Mm-hmm. Um, she's obviously having a hard time seeing she's going blind. And this is the aspect of the faith healing that I was talking to you about earlier. I want to proceed now. Things just blur to you. You have to stumble around lately through crowds and are not able to see even people's faces close up to you clearly. That's true. You've told me nothing about your condition. No, I haven't. Give that little sweetheart a little bit of love. Thank you, baby. Now. Take your glasses off. Let's just dare in our faith. We've seen Sister Brown here who was blind, totally healed. Here's a scan. So one of our sisters blind from her childhood. It could be hysterical blindness, whatever. We're not concerned. She was blind and could not see. Now, look at my face. I'm going to hold up some fingers. You concentrate hard. I love you. The people love you. Most importantly, Christ loves you. What do you see? How many fingers? Three. The good old three finger. I'm holding the three finger up. Yep. Trick, Jay. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, this is what people fell for back then. And not saying that it was, people were not easily duped. I mean, well, people were easily but duped. Listen, listen <laughs> how well spoken he was. He was very well spoken. Very smooth. He was, yeah. He, he tactful, speaks mindful. With yeah. Such a slow confidence. Yeah. And even with what he says, it made no fucking sense. But it <laughs> ma- didn't matter because it was just so absolute and matter of fact. Yes. So, and that's how they get you, bro. Right. They, they mesmerize they you with all that fucking talking. That's right. It's yeah. slow. It's confident. They sound like they're, they're so self-assured, but that's, and that's where you get in that slippery slope. It's a methodical. How much of your own bullshit do you buy? Right. We're all the hero in our own story, but we're also the, the villain. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. Right. Yeah. And that's, this is a classic example of he went so deep into his own bullshit. He really believed that he was the Messiah and that, he was going to lead these people to this uh, UFO and that because of that fact, he should get to do whatever he wants. <laughs> a lot of things he wants. Well, yeah, he became increasingly more paranoid, Jay, as the time, you know, progressed and, you know, regarding the world around him, of course. And you know, his speeches began to reference a coming doomsday, the catalyst, as a lot of these religions call, you know, yeah. uh, it, he was saying it was a result of a, a nuclear apocalypse. 
that was brought on by our government mismanagement at the time, of course. But he still continued to enjoy the local support or the popular support of very strong relationships at the time, Jay. Yeah. Leading politicians such as like the First Lady Rosalind Carter, California Governor Jerry Brown, and the media was starting to turn on him, basically, little by little. That's what was going on. So um, what was going on, Jay, as the media started to turn on him and these things started happening, several high-profile uh, members of the People's Temple uh, started to defect. There was conflict with uh, a lot of vicious uh, things that were thrown back and forth in public uh, from the people who defected and, of course, the, the People's Temple. It was just a, a lot of back and forth uh, mudslinging. And basically, the, the organizational structure was uh, ossified. And basically, it was basically broken down. At this point, Jay, things were starting to kind of like break down for Jim Jones. Um, you know, yeah. They, yeah, this was kind of like almost the beginning of the end for him, even though he was making a lot of moves. This is kind of where he decided, let's take this, what we have here in California, and we need to move it somewhere where we are not, you know, we don't have any extradition issues and it's a socialist government. So what did they decide to do, Jay? They went to Guyana. <laughs> that's and what you do. Yeah, that's what you do. When you want to start your own utopia, where else would you go? Well, it was not actually not a very good Bronx. place. To, yeah, actually, in, in retrospect, it wasn't actually a very good place to to set up camp. Um, the soil was unfertile, um, yep. so you couldn't really do a lot of crops on the field there, uh, even though he was claiming a lot of things were being done. Actually, Jay, I want to play a clip where he kind of uh, up-talks the Jonestown uh, area and um, what he believes is you know to be in a, a utopia here. Um, he actually talks about it and, um, you know, he uh, describes, the, you know, the things that they're actually trying to do here. Um, let me just pull up this clip here, if you don't mind. Here we go. Well, this is the hottest part of the uh, entire year, and uh, they're doing real well. We've not lost any chickens. This is a heating lamp. These are the small chickens in another one. of the Let's talk about the chicken coop that they have there, Jay. These are small babies that we just took, uh, that just been hatched. I picked that up. When he said chickens. Again, a different breed of chickens is just hatched. In addition to the eight other chicken houses, see the heating units to keep them warm. Everything modern, so modern, automatic, water. I'm catching this chicken. Clean floor base with floor, uh, the chip wood chips that we can, uh, there's six inches of those that we remove so that we can keep absolutely uh, sanitary condition. We've lost none of these chickens either. This is a feed barn packed with, for the thousands and thousands of chickens we now have. And there's the pasture for our cattle. Back over here is the area that we're clearing for uh, way to my right, Mike, is the area that we're clearing for more. Oh, by the way, um, if you guys will actually want to watch the video, just look up Jonestown uh, depiction by Jim Jones. Um, it actually shows you the breakdown of uh, the areas. It actually shows you photos and people working on the land there. Very interesting stuff. I could see where they were going with all this, Jay. I mean, like you said, Jay, on paper, great idea. Uh, execution. Yeah, in theory I mean, and execution. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm all about trading some chickens for sex. I mean, that's... wait, yeah. we're not talking about the chicken ranch, are we? Uh, no, not, no we're not talking Sorry. about the. They said we're not talking so about the bunny ranch in Nevada. No, <laughs> that's Sorry. a different ranch. <laughs> yeah, it's... so yeah. it wasn't either. <laughs> Off point. Yeah, it, it was. Um, just his fascination with chickens alone is very strange. I can't get past just how many times he said fucking chickens. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I like got caught. It, it's just every other word he said was fucking chickens. It's I chickens. Get past it. Yeah, no, listen, they had um, you know, they had all these ideas of what they were gonna do, but unfortunately, where they ended up deciding to set up camp was just not a great area. 
Um, the like I said earlier, the the uh-huh. soil is just not good. You're never it's gonna good. get free land for shit. Well, no, and not only that, you have so many fucking people you have to take care of too. That you know, that takes a lot of food. You know what I mean? When you have like over a thousand people in a camp, you know what I mean? It's like okay, that's a lot of fucking heads you got to feed there, and a lot of bellies. Not to mention yeah. they're fucking having kids, and you know what I mean? And you know, it just keeps on going on and going on and going on. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Great in theory, um, just to ex- yeah, but with no infrastructure, none, none whatsoever, none whatsoever. And so, you know, Jay, as things progressed, people talk about uh, cows. Say again. Does it get all all crazy with cows too? Yeah, no, it doesn't get crazy with cows. Um, but you know, he started getting a little bit more off off script. Jay, um, well, it yeah. started getting to the point where he was taking more drugs, like you were alluding to earlier. That will happen. His sobriety was completely gone. He was not sober at all. No. He was pushing all of his workers, basically working 10 hour days. Yep. So his workers, there was a lot of dissension um, towards the end, like you were alluding to earlier, Jay, as well. Um, there's people who were trying to leave, uh, too scared to leave. Um, some people tried to leave and were caught and were basically um, tortured to the point where they would never even would think about even trying to escape ever again. So if they, um, if they ever left the the jail, if they ever left those rooms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so again, he was starting to lose uh, his group of reality, Jay. I mean, his health was deteriorating. Yeah. Oh, he, was um, he was taking lethal combinations. Like, like we were talking about earlier of amphetamines and uh, painkillers. Um, his speeches, he would actually pipe through the, through the uh, speakers at all hours of the day. So like it would yep. be like three o'clock in the morning and all of a sudden you hear this guy starts screeching to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's just like, you know what? I mean, I, I, you know what that is? It's that's conditioning. That's what you're doing. That's what, you know, psychomantic yep. right there at that point. He would actually make people think that he would say to the African-American supporters that were there, he would tell them that the, the, uh, here in America and here in the United States that we were actually uh, forming concentration camps and actually putting black people in. Um, so there yeah. was just all these types of things that he was just well, yeah. doing in these conspiracy theories, the wrong kind of conspiracy theories, not the kind of conspiracy theories that we talk about here on dark fringe radio, but these conspiracy theories that kind of push a narrative of something to kind of yeah. push something you know ahead. And a dangerous uh, one at that. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Day, super dangerous one. You know, you, yeah. you get people thinking they can do things just because not good. Yeah. I mean, so he got people to the point where, you know, they were like believing every word that he was saying. It was conditioned in their brains. Yep. He got them to the thinking to the point, hey, listen, the US government's gonna come here any minute and Amen. and come in here and just start taking people out left and right. And people were like on edge because of this. Next thing you know. There was a representative from the United States. His name was Leo Ryan. And he decided to go into Jonestown and bring people over there and to investigate what's going on. What happened was, was that he went there. He found people that did not want to be there anymore, which he said that if he did find people there that didn't want to be there anymore, that he would take them and bring them back to the United States. Um, And he brought these people's family on this, you know, this trip with them. And to actually see, you know, what these people were, you know, dealing with. At first, it was okay. It seemed like the things were going to be okay. But as they were leaving uh, on the airstrip, Jay, they were basically gunned down and killed. Yep. Yep. They were, the planes were trying to add as many people as they could in an emergency. Right. 
as people were being shot, just trying to get to safety. Yeah, exactly. So you have this representative from the United States congressman just basically killed amongst other people, obviously, who were killed. And so, of course, the heat's on. And he knows that the heat's on at this point, and it's going to come down pretty fucking hard on him. Yep. And um, so he basically convinces his followers that the U.S. military is going to come down any minute, which probably would not for them, not for the people, but for Jim Jones. Yeah, um, no, he was going to be in some shit. So he wanted everybody to go down with him. Correct. Correct. Basically convinced them to drink out of a vat Kool-Aid. of Kool-Aid that had cyanide laced. That was laced with cyanide, I should say, or uh, appropriately, and uh, commit a mass suicide. And for those that did not want to take the Kool-Aid, they were uh, given the option to be shot to death. And um, that's basically what happened on uh, that uh, horrible November day in 1978, Uh, Jay, um, November 19th. The worst part of this whole thing, Jay, is because it was so recent, the video footage and the the photographs um, from the helicopters, like, you know, circling, you can see like, like a litter of dead bodies. Yep. Just everywhere. thrown across this area. You think it was like trash? Like it looks like from afar, it looks like garbage. Yep. Uh, but when you start to zoom in closer, closer, you start to realize that it's people just laying there on the just ground, everywhere. face down. You know, men, women, children uh, of all races and colors. Um, yep. Very sad. It's very impactful. Jim Jones himself did not drink the Kool Aid, um, nope. as everybody would find out after. Of course, as most uh, psychopaths in that position. They did not follow through with their own, <laughs> with their own prophecies and their, uh, you know, commitment to the prophecy. And uh, well, Jim Jones ended up shooting himself in the head. Obviously, he knew he was his days were numbered at that point, anyway. So yeah, his suicide yeah. was. But he didn't a- want anybody talking about the atrocities that he committed. The things that we'll never know. Yeah, yeah, oh uh, yeah, and unfortunately, I, I you know I wish I could get somebody on the podcast here that you know actually was had some type of experience to this. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to, but, um, you know, this is something that was so impactful for a lot of people, uh, Jay, because they were looking for a way out. And yep. unfortunately they found themselves in the worst. The possible wrong scenario. way out. Yeah, no, the worst possible scenario. It's just, I couldn't even imagine the choices and the, and, and the, the struggle that those people had to go through. I mean, no, talk I about it. If, no the, if there was any of their, there was a haunted area. That probably would be, would the, be probably it. one of the most haunted areas ever. No, I'd be curious, right? I wouldn't go anywhere near it, but I'd be curious. <laughs> I know you would not, Jay. <laughs> Me, I'm okay, but you know, I'm worried about the the people around that area. That's what I'm worried about more. You know what I, I mean? Um, I, I but don't worry much about that. That you know, gosh, Jay. I mean, so many people lost their lives. Over 900 people yeah. in one day. I mean, that's just. Well, I just couldn't even imagine, but um, no, it's awful. Yeah. Uh, you know, and again, I mean, it, it leads into, there's always like every, what every generation has one of these kind of people, right? Yeah. Like, right. Every 10 years, there's a guy like this that kind of yeah. pops up on the radar, pops up on the map and has it's a following of a certain amount of people. It's very well, hopefully strange. Hopefully that will be lessening with a better understanding of, and a better sensitivity and awareness to mental health and and getting people proper treatments and 
there really is an upswell of mental health. I know I, I, I started the, the podcast off with a bit of a lament uh, to my own personal shit, but that's just my own personal shit. I, I feel like on the whole, uh, our generation is certainly more accepting of the mental and emotional challenges that people go through on a day-to-day basis. And I, yeah. I feel like even though we have so much more division right now than we've ever had, and there's a lot of animosity from a lot of different sides for a lot of different good reasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do feel like the one place where we all connect to is if someone's really bad mentally, like we just don't mess with that person anymore. Like, you right. see a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. that in our father's day and our grandfather's day would have been like rub some dirt on it and piss off. All right. But now you have people like uh, um, the gymnast, Simone Biles. Simone Biles, right, yeah. You yeah. know, who just said, I mean, how I don't know how many other athletes I heard coming out and saying, you know, that's kind of part of being an athlete is is dealing with that pressure. But let me tell mm-hmm. you, do you know the amount of strength it took for her to say that? Now, now, yes, I also get that kind of once you get there, maybe you should do like it's hard for me to say. None of us can really say none of us have been in that position. That's, that's what a very like a unique, her. yeah, that's a unique experience in itself. Right? And, and how much strength, because you know, had that had to be the hardest thing in the world for her to do. Oh, absolutely. So it's not like she just took the easy way out and was like, sorry guys, don't feel like competing because I'm scared I'm going to lose. It had nothing to do with that. Right. She and flat out said, listen, it's the mental stress of it all. I can't deal with it. The moment. Yeah, I can't deal with it. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I, no. you know what? No, much I, respect I, to somebody I, who can actually come out and say something like that, like you said, Jay. It's it's unbelievable, and God bless a lot of these athletes and and everybody who's coming out now more for mm-hmm. mental health, mental awareness. Uh, and it's hard to be an athlete these days, I think, more than it was back then. Way more. Yeah, because you got to like you can't even say nothing wrong now. Like you end up saying the wrong thing on Twitter, you're fucking banned for life. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's so easy to get canceled these days. That's another thing, cancel culture. You know, it's it's become so prevalent now. I mean, that will be another episode for another. That time. is a whole another episode. That's a whole itself. episode on to yeah. itself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but that I, is an issue. That is an issue. an issue. Yeah. Yeah, cancel culture is an issue. It's yeah, I mean, like, say for instance, some guy who is a senator now, and like <laughs> he did blackface in 1978. I'm like, okay, all right, yeah, you're an idiot for doing blackface in 1978. But what have you done since then? I mean, have you, you know what yeah. I mean? Have you learned? <laughs> Have you learned? Yeah. Or ha- are you still the same idiot? Because if you're still yeah. the same idiot. If you're still the same ra- racist sack of shit, then yeah. Right. Yeah, let's cancel should it. should light you on fire and leave you at the door of the White House, for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Did I say that? I didn't say that. <laughs> no politics on this podcast, Jay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that covers politics. I mean, that was, no, just, it doesn't. That it was doesn't. A, just some anar- anarchist yeah, violent. right. Yeah, Battle. you're right. I mean, it wasn't even. You're right. You're right. But um, yeah, it, it, it's so hard to be like you said, Jay, a, an athlete these days. It's you know yeah. you have to very you have to like basically climb through a minefield on your tippy toes. You know what I mean? Constantly. So, like you said, Jay, big ups to those people. Now, I mean, it, it's, and, yeah, and it's, on a whole as a community. I mean, really, mm-hmm. as a society, for the most part, I see a lot more willingness and a lot more. Uh, sensitivity and awareness mm-hmm. towards those who are either going through something mentally, emotionally, or, uh, you know, anybody who I'm, I'm realizing so much more kindness to those who need it 
Which right. really, if we're going to start, that's where we should start. Yeah. You know, it's so funny, Jay. I was just thinking of uh, something. Uh, you know, we talk about the athletes and how it's so hard to be an athlete these days. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I was watching a movie the other day. Uh, I've seen a million times. Uh, a League of Their Own. You, you've seen them. I love I'm that sure. movie. Right. Yeah. It's one of my mm-hmm. favorites. Who, who hasn't, right? And so there's this one part of the movie where... Um, <laughs> <laughs> where uh jimmy dugan of course played by tom tom hanks uh you know signs a baseball card for a kid and on the baseball card he says hey kid avoid the clap jimmy dugan right like yeah. so like if you were to do that nowadays <laughs> you know how fast you'd be ostracized <laughs> you know it's a perfect example of how hard it is to be an athlete nowadays how about how about hawaiian <laughs> tropic oh yeah Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Yeah, oh yeah. You couldn't well, get away with that today. No, you couldn't do it today. No. Or I'll tell you what, I'll go, I'll go one better. Oh, what you want? Oh, you want to go back? <laughs> I was talking to Blair about this just the other day. How about the movie The Toy? Did you ever see the movie The Toy? That is so racist. Richard Pryor. He basically bought Richard Pryor, a black guy. <laughs> yeah, he Gleason. <laughs> yeah. The premise, friends, yeah. is exactly that. Jackie Gleason is a wealthy senator. Mm-hmm. With a son from his yep. newest marriage, who he doesn't know how to interact with because he's in his seventies, right? And uh, this kid's like thirteen, and <laughs> eleven. That he owns a bunch of toy stores, right? In the toy store, sees Richard Pryor, who is a janitor. He's he's an out of work reporter yep. working as janitor, mopping floors. Yeah, he gets bought. Yeah, he basically toy. gets bought like a slave to take could care of get, his kid. Could you make that movie today? No. How about Soul Man? You remember that one? One of my all-time favorite movies. <laughs> See Thomas Howell. Fantastic. Oh, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, of course I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he <laughs> so for those that don't know, there was a movie in the 80s called Soul Man. And it was with C. Thomas Howell, and he basically did blackface. And he oh. did blackface so he could get a scholarship to the Negro College Fund, so he could go to college for free. But he had to play a black dude. So check it out. Again, that movie would never be able to be made nowadays. Like Jay says, it's just, uh, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Now, yeah, let's Jay. go the other direction. Uh-huh. What movie, I have a movie in mind that if you made today would actually have a better ending and probably be a much bigger hit that would be more commercially acceptable than it was in its day. What's that? Juana Man. You know what? I never saw that movie. Okay. Do you remember the premise of it, though? It was a basketball player that... He was a mediocre basketball player that somehow realized if he dressed in drag and played as a woman, he could dominate and get all this. Now I did see that movie. I did see that movie. Yes. Ending, because he ends up slam dunking, which women just can't slam dunk. Now... (laughs) Now they can. (laughs) 2021. Yeah. Man dresses as woman to succeed in sport is just topic of the time. Interesting. Or how about a woman that gets banned from the women's league and goes into the guys' league? And dresses like a guy and ends up out shooting Steph Curry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Twist right there, motherfucker. How about We're that? And night shot with Shyamalan. With a twist. With the twist. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, things have changed, Jay, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Uh, in our time. But uh, listen, I think that's a good wrap up for tonight. It's a good happy ending to this horrible tale of the uh, Jonestown massacre. And uh, I 
again, I hope we've learned from stuff like this um, and we're able to have a good discourse regarding something like this and able to realize that how bad of a horrible, horrible idea horrible. this was, but yeah, nonetheless, um, you know, I, I think that's a good wrap up for tonight. Jay, uh, before we say goodnight to everybody, um, we have one more segment to uh, go out with, and it's what to watch. So, Jay, what do you have for us for this week for what to watch? Uh, apparently, we were you and I were on the same wavelength as far as the era goes. Oh, okay. My what to watch is on Netflix. It's a, it's a mini series called Myth and Mogul John DeLorean. It's ah. a three-part series about John DeLorean, and there's a there's a, an upswell of DeLorean um, fever right now. It's a hot topic to learn about, but I came across this series, and I like what they did. That was they did a little bit different. They kind of filmed it and, and edited it and cut it in like an Ocean's Eleven style, because ah. it was almost he was he was almost a con man like the uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, character in Ocean's Eleven. George Clooney character. George Clooney character. Yeah, yeah, he's he's constantly wheeling and dealing. It shows kind of how his life evolves, yeah. but it, it jumps around a little bit. It, it keeps you on your toes. It it, it really weaves a good narrative, a very right. interesting narrative, but it it's very specific and detailed as to what went wrong, how it went wrong, and um, how quickly it went wrong. It's, it's a really entertaining watch. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's an interesting thing. Yeah, of course, the DeLorean. Trafficking cocaine. Well, yeah, that'll put a damper on things. But, of course, the DeLorean car made famous by the uh, uh, Back to the Future uh, movies, uh, of course, that uh, Marty McFly used to travel back and forth, Back to the Future. Badass-looking car, though, huh? A great car. Well, yeah, it's a cool-ass-looking car. Yeah, for the 80s, it was a cool-ass car. Yeah, yeah. It With the fucking the lifted up fucking the going doors. <laughs> yeah, the going doors. It's just like it's so ridiculous. All stainless steel body. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> rear wheel, rear engine. Hey, it's like when you take your your refrigerator nowadays and make that into a car. That's what it looked like. That's what it yeah. looked like. <laughs> With gold wing doors. That's exactly yep. what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, just amazing. Well, back then, it looked like a fucking spaceship. Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Well, Jay, uh, thanks for that, uh, for what to watch. I really appreciate it. Uh, again, just want to remind everybody how to listen to the podcast. Go to our website, darkfringeradio.com. Uh, also, make sure you check us out on YouTube and all the streaming sites. Really appreciate that. Uh, again, I uh, can't do this without my co-host, Jay Galosi. Uh, again, and uh, we'll have um, some more episodes coming up here for you guys in the future. We have some really cool guests. Uh, coming up here as well so um just be looking forward to uh some more interviews with some people here in the future uh we really appreciate that and those people that are coming on our podcast uh so yeah a lot to look forward to here on the next 100 episodes jay since this is 101, 101. Uh, this is the, yeah this is the first step for another two what another 100 episodes to make it 200 so you know i appreciate it and i thank everybody for uh tuning in for another episode of dark fringe radio and we'll see you guys again next week Thank you for listening to Dark French Radio recorded in the Mephistopheles Studios. Any correspondence can be sent to thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.